Hello and a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. So you've just got me today. It's a solo episode and as usual with me, I want to share something which feels firstly a little bit personal, but also just feels like intuitively the right thing to share with you today. And I just did a walk like I do every day. And I was walking around the village through the countryside. I was listening to another podcast. I was actually listening to Manifestation Babe today, which is a great podcast. Would highly, highly recommend that. And then I decided just to get a drink, got some sparkling elderflower and sat down on a bench and just sort of tuned in to what I should share with you guys today and what I should talk about. And this is what I felt that I should talk about. The title, which just sort of came to me, often comes to me as what I call a ping or a download, was why I'm very different to other entrepreneurs, which is quite a funny um, title in many ways, because I don't think I've ever called myself an entrepreneur. But actually, in the sense of this title, why I'm different to other entrepreneurs is probably very fitting. I don't know why I don't call myself an entrepreneur. Something feels a bit icky about it for me. I'm not sure whether that is a block within me that I need to work on, or it just doesn't feel completely who I am. I often call myself a business owner. I often call myself an expert, of course, a face yoga expert, but entrepreneur never sits right with me. So maybe I need to do a little bit of inner work and just understand why. But you never know, things will change, things will transition as they always do with me. So maybe in a year or two years or in a week or two weeks, I might suddenly start calling myself an entrepreneur. You never know. But the reason I wanted to share this episode with you is just to remind you that you can do business differently. Now, whether you're a business owner that's well into your business journey, maybe you're at multiple six figures, maybe at multiple seven figures, maybe you just have the idea for a business, maybe you in your mind are thinking, do you know what? I might like to make a change of direction or change of career. So you may literally be at that stage or you may be very established in a career where you're employed by other people. Now, this podcast will probably be relevant in all of those situations. So if nothing else, you'll get to know me a bit better, but hopefully you will get some really helpful tips and techniques and tools which you can use on your journey. So why am I different to other entrepreneurs? Now, when I say other entrepreneurs, I mean the traditional way of doing business. Now, business as I understood it, definitely going back 20 years ago, but definitely also what you see within the corporate world now is pretty much the complete opposite to the way that I run my business. And I believe that we are in a new paradigm. And if you want to and you feel caught to and you feel aligned with doing your business in the complete opposite way to what you have seen other people do, to what you have been taught, I believe you absolutely can do it. I am living proof of this. So let's go straight into number one. I'm going to give you sort of five key ways why the way that I do business is very different from other people. And number one is I do everything by instinct and intuition. Now, I didn't always do this. I was very much guided, I feel, for many years, despite being in the wellness industry, 
by what my audience wanted or what people were asking from me. Now, I still do that because I do think it's really important to listen to your audience, to listen to your clients, to listen to your customers and be led by that. But don't let that completely rule you. And I would say over the last two years, but definitely over the last six or 12 months, I am stepping further and further into being guided by my intuition and my instinct. And my intuition and my instinct is a little thought or feeling or urge within me that tells me which path I need to go on. Now, it can be something which isn't always easy to tune into. Sometimes I get into what I call my thinking mind or I get into what I call 3D thinking, where I'm trying to look at it very logically, very analytically. And that often doesn't guide me. Now, you should have a level of doing analytics and logistics and use that side of the brain too, of course. And also you need to be doing that within your business. Now, I work with my husband, Bruce. Many of you know that we have been working together on the business for many, many years, but he was also a full-time firefighter up until October last year. And now, of course, he works only within the business. And I don't say full-time within the business because we both invest a lot of our time and a lot of our energies into bringing up our two children. So we tend to do 50-50 when it comes to childcare and we really prioritise our children. And we also put a priority on our health as well. So are we working traditional hours, nine till five, Monday to Friday? Absolutely not. But we are definitely invested fully into our business as well as into our health and wellness and our family too. But without getting too diverted by that side of things. Bruce is very good at the logical, analytical, financial, legal, operation side of things. So because he can step into that fully, it's allowed me to step fully into my intuition. Now, I didn't always have Bruce doing all that. For many years, I would do every single part of the business myself. And I quite like that in many ways, because I do know every part of the business, because I have done everything from filling in the tax forms to getting receipts for every expense to looking at spreadsheets sheets and signing contracts and all that side of things I have done. So I completely can do that. But now I've designed my business and Bruce and I have designed our working relationship and also our loving family, husband and wife relationship in order for us to both step into what we are truly good at. And for me, what I am truly good at is listening to my instinct and intuition and really being guided by that. So this is how I make so many decisions now. And actually, this isn't always easy and comfortable, let me tell you. So sometimes it can be an instinct to share a social media post, and that just feels great. And other times it can be a big, what I call pivot. So really changing the way I do things, changing things from the back end within the business, changing things with the front end. And this is not always easy. It sometimes requires going through quite a difficult change, trying to overcome a lot of fear, making big shifts within the business. So let me tell you that, yes, I'm different from many traditional entrepreneurs because I get guided by intuition, but I still have the ups and downs within business that 
entrepreneurs of any kind will have. It's just that mine are guided by intuition. And at the moment, I'm going through definitely a shift within the business. I'm feeling much more called to share different things. This podcast episode is a great example of me sharing something which is a maybe a little bit different from what I would usually do. But my intuition told me to do it. So I believe 100% it is the right thing to do. So just a little note on that. If you're listening to this and thinking, okay, this is what I want to do more. Tuning into your intuition is different for everybody. Some people hear voices within them. Some people have feelings. Some people see images. Some people feel it like a little sort of feeling within their body. It can be an emotional feeling, physical. There's lots of different things it can be. It can come out while you're journaling. It can come out whilst you're going for a walk or doing yoga. While you're in the shower is a really common place for it to happen. Maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel it. Maybe it feels like it's coming from a spirit guide or maybe from the universe. There is lots of ways that you can really get those messages and tune into that intuition. So you'll find the right way for you. It's worth having a think, how have I noticed in the past that I have got these messages and really tune into that and then don't try and force it so you don't need to think okay so I always get my message when I'm in the shower let's make sure we have two two, three showers a day rather than one just so we get more messages soon as you force it it doesn't come just do things which feel aligned for you go through your day in as much of a joyful and grateful place as you can and the ideas will flow to you sometimes in huge surges sometimes in huge waves of hit you and you just need to write everything down and other times it's like oh where are the ideas or oh I just can't tune into my intuition but remember cycles happen we are cyclical beings so actually particularly as women we have that cycle when it comes to our menstrual cycle but even when we're not in that stage of our menstrual cycle there's a cycle of the moon there's even the cycle of the day loads of things can affect when we can tune in more to our intuition so there will be certain times when you really can and other times where it just feels like nothing's coming but don't worry don't try and force feelings and intuition you know if you've had lots of feelings and thoughts and messages for maybe a week or two and then maybe you have a week or two where there's pretty much nothing then I would say that you know go with that don't worry about it. Know that you're in a, you're a cyclical being. Those cycles happen and just really step into that as much as you can. And all of this I'm teaching on my Soul Purpose business course. And at the moment, I'm just over halfway through teaching it. Now it will be coming back again on September 13th, 2022. So it will be available for you to study in your own time at your own pace and it is 10 sessions hour and a half sessions and they delve into my complete blueprint to how I've grown my business to where it is now and how I have made changes in the past, how I've listened to my intuition in the past, how I'm going to make changes going forward. But it also gives you a lot of time and a lot of guidance. That's really what I am. I'm your guide here rather than your teacher. A lot of guidance of how to start to understand 
what you want within your business, how to build yourself as a brand, how to do this in a soulful, conscious way, how to make the money you want to make. And let's face it, we need to be saying a little bit more that it's okay to make money. In fact, it's great to make money. The more money that you make, the more people you're able to access and help. And this is what I have realized. The more money that comes into my business, the more I am able to give other people jobs within my business, the more I am able to make really valuable content which helps people, the more I am able to show other people the way when it comes to our face yoga teacher training program. And then they are able to go into their businesses, set up their face yoga classes and, and, and sessions and courses and whatever they're doing within it, and then make the money within that. So money is a good thing. And this is what this course will also teach you how to really work through a lot of those money mindset blocks, how to make the money you really deserve to make. And a huge part of it is tuning into each of the chakras or energy centers in the body, aligning those to help your business be truly successful. So you can pre-order it now. You can go onto the website and pre-order it September 13th. This amazing course will be sent to you. You can take as long as you like to do it, or you can do it super quickly and just consume all that information and get going with it. And it'll be available on an ongoing basis from then onwards. So um, it won't be me teaching you live, but it will feel like I'm live because it will be me there teaching you in front of you, guiding you through almost like it's real time. So even with the journaling exercises, I tell you exactly what to do. I pause and allow you to do it. So it really is as though I'm guiding you through every step of the way. So you need to go to yoursoulpurposebusiness.com if you'd like to do that. And if you're not already on the yoursoulpurposebusiness.com newsletter, go to the website, click to get the newsletter and you'll be updated when the course comes out and you'll also get a weekly newsletter with some really valuable tips. Okay, so let's move on to number two way why I'm very different from many other entrepreneurs. And it is because I like alone time. And let me tell you my worst nightmare at the moment. Now I say at the moment is really key because I know I change and evolve as a person all the time. And you may listen to this podcast in five years time and I might have completely changed. But my worst nightmare at the moment is to work in a big corporate office with all my employees around me, nine to five, Monday to Friday. Really wouldn't suit me in anyway. So we have an amazing team here at Face Yoga Expert, but everybody works from home. Everybody is freelance, so they pick their own hours. They have, of course, tasks that need to get completed daily and weekly, but they are really their own mini businesses within the business. And they can fit it around their life if they want to take all a Monday off and then do their tasks late on Monday evening. That's fine. And I want them to live in the same way that I live, which is with freedom and with flexibility as well. And I really value time alone. So one of the big reasons I wouldn't want to be in an office environment with lots of people around me is I do my greatest work when I'm alone. And I definitely am an introvert in many ways, but 
I think it is an extroverted introvert. I can't remember. I read it once, but I'm an introvert because I really value my own time and I thrive for that. But I'm also very confident when I'm speaking to other people and I really love teaching and sharing and being with people as well. So for me, it's about finding that balance. But I like to pick my own hours. I like to really just have a lot of space around me. And even though Bruce and I obviously live together and work together, we are very rarely, I mean, very rarely sat in the same room working together. Most of the time we're working in different parts of the house or one of us is working out the house and the other one's in the house. So we really just mix it up a little bit as much as possible. So we we don't see each other much of the working day and that suits both of us. I mean, at the moment. Bruce is at the gym and the spa and he I know that he is then going to be doing a few emails at the sort of restaurant area in the gym and then he'll probably come back for lunchtime. We'll probably have lunch together about half an hour at the moment. We're watching Love Island which I know is hilarious. You guys that have followed me for a while will know that I'm a Real Housewives fan and the other reality TV show I watch is Love Island. So we're watching that at the moment. So we might have lunch of about 20 or 30 minutes together and sit there and we might watch some Love Island or we might sit outside because it's beautiful today and then we will do our own thing working within the house in different parts of the house this afternoon and then one of us will go and pick up the girls from school and then we will both be present with the girls all evening so alone time actually for both of us is really really key and I know that my team value alone time as well and they're own space to do things when they are ready. Okay, so number three, why I am very different to the old school, old paradigm business owner or entrepreneur, because I love to do self-care throughout my day. And this again goes back to freedom and flexibility, which I think is one of the highest personal values within my business, actually. So, so key for me to know I have that flexibility throughout my day, that I have freedom as well. And I have my three non-negotiables, which I've talked to you guys about before, which is my walk in nature every day. 80% of the time I'll do that alone. 20% of the time I'll do that either with Bruce or a friend. I do my yoga every day. My yoga has been a much shorter practice recently, which actually I don't think is serving me well. I'm noticing my mind and body just feels more rigid. It's the only way I can describe it. And I do yoga every day, but maybe five, 10 minutes it's been probably for the last... Ooh, maybe month or so, sometimes a little bit longer, but I can't remember the last time I did like a full hour yoga class, probably six weeks ago or so. And I went through stages over the last, well, over the last few years. I mean, obviously, as you guys know, there was a huge long period of time where I was teaching multiple, multiple yoga classes every single week. You know, if we go back to the 10 years ago, I would have been teaching probably, gosh, at least 10 yoga classes a week. And I was obviously doing face yoga as part of that. And so, you know, I go through different phases with with how much yoga I do. I've gone through phases of going to a lot of yoga classes at yoga studios. So it really is different for me every day, but it's one of my non-negotiables. So every day I do it, whatever. But I'm feeling really called at the moment to have a, a longer practice. In the winter, I was doing a lot of yin yoga with Phoebe Greenacre's self-care space online, which I really loved. That was fantastic. So 
yeah, I'm not doing as much as I like. But anyway, I do do yoga every day. And then, of course, I do face yoga every day. That's one of my other non-negotiables. Tends to be in the evening for me. So not necessarily a massive part of my work day. But I do things like I will record this podcast and then I will probably go out on the grass because it's a lovely, beautiful summer's day barefoot and walk around the grass and take a few breaths. Or later on, when I'm planning for this week's session of Soul Purpose Business, I'll probably take a few minutes and do the bamboo body tap over my body and things like that. So yes, I probably wouldn't suit a corporate office. I like to do my self-care throughout the day. Okay, number four, I need to feel aligned to make money. I really, really do. So I have proven to myself and other people, you don't need to do business in a very rigid way. You know, currently my business makes multiple six figures. I believe fully and truly it's on the way to making seven figures. And I believe that's going to happen very soon. So maybe if you're listening to this podcast, like in a year's time, maybe in 2023, then the business may be at that stage. But I really need to feel aligned to get in that place when I don't feel a hundred percent aligned. So it can be still that I'm sharing the most amazing stuff, you know, really great face yoga videos, really valuable content. People are loving what I do. But if I don't feel like it's 100% deep from my soul, my business does well, but it sort of plateaus a bit or it just very slowly creeps up and grows. Or I've even had times in the past where it's sort of money's just really little way gone down. And then of course it's come back up again. But you know, that is very much I now realise to do with if I feel truly aligned. And what does truly aligned mean for me? Well, it really means just feeling that from a deep soul place, this is exactly what I'm meant to be sharing, how I'm meant to be helping people, how my soul is meant to be connecting with their soul. I should say your soul, because I know all of you listening to this are my soulmate clients, as I call you. So, you know, really lovely, beautiful souls that connect with me for the same reason I connect with you, because we are, are meant to be connected. So I just had to pause there for a moment. So I slightly got out of my flow about talking about being aligned with money. And I'll tell you a little story about why I just got out of flow. You won't notice because this podcast would have flown through, but I just had to pause it and answer the phone to my husband. And let me quickly tell you that before I go on to my tip number five, because I've lost my train of thought with my tip number four. But basically, I just went out for my walk this morning and I locked up all the doors at the back of the house. We have one door that goes out to sort of like a conservatory that goes out, which is like a sort of like a garden room that goes out to the garden. So all the doors are open that. So I locked all that up. I locked the back door that goes out from the kitchen to the garden. And then I walked past the door that connects our house to our garage. And I just thought, I'm not going to I'm not going to lock that. I really don't feel I should lock that. And it's a really weird feeling because, of course, I'd usually always lock it because someone could sort of just get into our garage. It's very easy to open our garage and then they could have just walked into the house. I live in a very safe area, thankfully, and no one would do that, particularly in the 20 minutes in the middle of the day going out for a walk. But I just thought, oh, I just shouldn't lock that up. Anyway, so I went out for my walk and I came back 
and I got the keys, a bunch of keys out of my bag and I couldn't open the front door. And I just thought, this is so bizarre. Why is my key not working? And I'll tell you the reason my key wasn't working in a bit because I now know. So I then was seeing, is the back gate open? I can get through at least to the garden. I can sit in the garden until my husband gets home. Because as I said, he's at the gym and the spy is going to do a little bit of work at the gym. And I tried to call him. I couldn't get through to him. So I thought, well, maybe if I can get in the back gate. Back gate was locked. Couldn't do that. So I sort of just stood there outside my house for a bit. And I thought, oh, maybe I can get into the garage. Do I have the garage key? So I picked out this same bunch of keys, which in my head was my usual bunch of keys. It actually wasn't. But on there had a little key. I thought, I wonder if this is a garage key. I opened the garage. As I opened the garage, I thought, yes, I can get in the garage. And I remembered I kept that adjoining door that goes to my house and the garage unlocked. So I clambered across the mess that is our garage. Honestly, it is the most stressful place in our house. I clambered across scooters. I nearly went flying, clambered across Bruce's bike. Then I went through past the bit that's like a like utility area. And one of the washing machines, we've got two washing machines. One of the washing machines had leaked, so the carpet was all lifted up. It was basically a mess in there. But I opened the door and I was able to get in the house. Anyway, then I was, I called my husband again. He, I could, still couldn't get through to him. But then I went and I tried to open my two back doors to get air into the house. It's a really, really hot day here, which doesn't happen very often in the UK, but we're in a heat wave for a week. And I thought, where are the back door keys? They're always kept in the same drawer. And then it suddenly dawned on me, I took the bunch of back door keys and that's what I was trying to get in the front door with. So anyway, I went up to my dressing room, got out my bunch of keys, which in my usual bunch of keys, thought, okay, I've got these, got out the other bunch of keys, which I don't normally take with me. They normally stay in the drawer, which were the back door keys. And it completely made sense. I was trying to open the front door with one of the back door keys. Moral of the story, which is why I'm sharing this in terms of links very nicely to intuition and listening to those little feelings and thoughts. I basically had taken those back door keys and tried to open the front door with that. And obviously I couldn't get in. Now, my little thought, my little feeling, just to keep that side door, that connecting door open and meant I was able to get in the house. And the moral of the story, of course, isn't leave your house unlocked by any means. But something inside me said, Danielle, don't close that side door, which I usually always do. But of course, it really helped out. It wouldn't have been the end of the world because eventually I would have got hold of my husband. But that's why I paused the podcast because my husband was calling to see if everything's all right. So let's get on to number five of why I'm very different from other entrepreneurs. Maybe before I say number five, one of the reasons is because I tell you little stories like that, which to a lot of people would make no sense in the business world. But I know to you guys, you understand what I'm talking about. Those little synchronicities in life, those little thoughts or feelings that we have and how they can often teach us something. So number five is actually about if it doesn't look like work, it's my best work. So if to other people, this looks like, oh, Danielle's having a really lovely time. Perhaps she's gone to the gym, which has like a little adjoining spa, the gym that Bruce and I are very lucky to be members of. And it's got like a little outdoor pool area. It's got like a little relaxation room. It's got a sauna. It's got a little steam room and a swimming pool. If I'm there, for example, people would be like, oh my gosh, Danielle, you're on a spa afternoon on a Tuesday. 
like people would really be like, oh, if you had a nice day off, what they don't realize is actually that is when I'm probably doing my best work. Sometimes I will go into the sauna and I will just lie there and I will sweat for 10 minutes and I will just relax completely. And I just let all these thoughts and feelings and downloads come to me. And then I'll come back home and I'll put all of that into action. So it doesn't look like work to other people, but actually it's when I do my best work. And I'm definitely not the type of business owner or entrepreneur that has a very separate life and work. Mine is very much combined. I now talk about work-life integration rather than work-life balance. And this doesn't mean you don't switch off because switching off is really, really important and very key. And I make sure that I, of course, do that too. But I really get in tune with what I need to do. Now, sometimes I've got lots of meetings and sometimes I've got guests booked on for my podcast or maybe I've got teacher training exams I'm going to do or maybe I'm teaching a sole purpose business session because at the moment I'm teaching it live. So sometimes I just do have things and whether I'm in tune in that moment with doing that or not, I have to do it because it's in my diary. So by no means am I just floating around all day at the spa and coming up with business ideas. You know, there's lots of times where I have really rigid things I can't change. But there's other times when I do have that flexibility. And as I say, for most people, that would look like a treat or relaxation or like something they do on holiday. But for me, it's very much part of growing and building the business and helping people and serving people, doing those sort of little bit out of the box things, not what you'd expect business to be like. But on the other way, you know, I don't go, right, okay, it's my holiday time now. And then I'm completely off for an entire week or two weeks, like many traditional entrepreneurs would do. They would perhaps work, 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 and then they would take like two or three weeks off as a holiday in the summer, and they would just not open their laptop or phone in that time at all. For me, it's very much part of who I am. Although, like I say, I do have those down times. I do also have those times where I'm very much integrated with work and life. But yes, you know, I will be doing things which don't look like work. And I'm sure just sat here having a little chat to you guys doesn't look like work for most people. But for me, it's what feels truly, truly aligned. Okay, so that's our five little points. I might just summarise them for you guys because I think you might find it helpful. So five ways. I'm very different to other entrepreneurs. Number one, I do everything by instinct and intuition. Number two, I like alone time. Number three, I do self-care throughout my day. Number four, I need to feel aligned to make money. And number five, if it doesn't look like work, it's probably my best work and my favourite work. So this may be you as well. You may be listening to this thinking, oh my gosh, yes, this is how I work as well. Or you may be listening to this thinking, "Mm, no, that is just not me. Or you may think, I want to work like that. That is my goal. That's where I want to be. And if that is where you want to be, then do go to yoursoulpurposebusiness.com. Have a look at that website. Get yourself pre-ordering the Soul Purpose Business course. When you pre-order this, you will get it 13th of September, which isn't long now because we are middle of July now. So within sort of eight weeks, you will have that course, which is transformative. You will really grow and scale your business to be where you want to be. And if you love wellness, if you love doing the inner work, if you love being healthy and wealthy, then it's absolutely the course for you. 
So I'm going to love you and leave you now. I'm going to go and make some lunch for myself and my husband, perhaps watch half an hour of Love Island, and then I'm going to be doing a busy afternoon of work before the girls come home from school. Okay, my lovelies, take care, look after yourself, and I'll speak to you again soon. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.